to the Prophecy Club. Before I get started, let me remind you, we're pulling off a couple of times in the DFW area. So if you want to continue listening on your cell phone, download our app. Just go to the App Store and type in Prophecy Club, download it. It takes all of about 10 seconds. It is the fastest, easiest way to listen to Prophecy Club on your cell phone. Our topic today is two cows, or you might say, holy cow. (laughs) Unfortunately, we're not talking about a joke. So let's back up. It's been a while since I've talked about this, but it is apparently coming very soon. So let's back up. This was uh, September 25th of 2014. On this day, two cows were introduced to America. One was a black and white cow and was first publicized on September 25th of 2014. And a second red cow was also born on September 25th, 2014. The same day, which just happens to be the 49th Shemitah. Now, a Shemitah is, well, if we were to say a couple in English, we would mean two. If we were to say a dozen, we would mean 12. Okay. But in Hebrew, if you say Shemitah, it's like saying seven. Okay. So basically, we have two cows born in America on the same day. Or actually, I should say one was actually born the day before, but it was actually publicized on September 25th. So you might might say it this way. On September 25th of 2014, two cows were introduced to America. So what? Well, actually, a whole lot of so what. So September 25th is a Shemitah. It means a seven. These birth signs, in my opinion, seem to signal the start of the second set of seven years which seems to be the seven years of plenty, these two cows seem to signal two sets of seven years. What are the chances two cows with a seven on their forehead would be introduced to America on the same day? One cow was born September 24th, but was not introduced to the public until September 25th of 2014. The other cow was introduced on September and born on September 25th of 2014, which is a Shemitah, which means seven. And then on their forehead is a great big seven. Now, what the cows look like, unfortunately, on radio, I'm not able to explain this is is good. It'd be nice if I could show you the picture. But I'll explain to you what it is. There is first a black and white cow. And it has a seven, I mean, right between its eyes. And it's like a typewriter seven. It is like a perfect seven. So we have a seven cow that is black and white. Then the other cow is totally red, except for it has a scribbled seven. It's more like a handwritten seven right between its eyes. They're both born or introduced, one born 24th, one's actually introduced the 25th, the other one born on the 25th, meaning... They're both, you, you could say they're both born on the 25th, September 25th, 2014. That's the point. One is a black and white cow with a beautiful seven. One is a red cow with a scribbled seven. But there's clearly a seven right dead center, right between their ears coming down their nose. And uh, it's, it's very clear. If you see them, you'd say, oh, my goodness. Okay, so what does this mean? I believe that it is a warning. Genesis forty one seventeen says, And Pharaoh 
said unto Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood upon the bank of the river, and behold, there came up out of the river seven kine, or cows, fat-fleshed, and well-favored, and they fed in the meadow. And behold, seven other kine, or cows, came up after them, poor, and very ill-favored, and lean-fleshed, such as I never saw in all the land of Egypt for badness. And the lean and the ill-favored kine did eat up the first seven fat kind. The interpretation that God seems to be hinting at is that he is giving America in specific and the world in general seven years of plenty before the seven years of famine strike. Let me say it again. Seven years of plenty before the seven years of famine strike. Now, I put this all into a DVD called From 2014 to 2021. All of the prophecies, and you can get that at prophecyclub.com, or you can also watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. Prophecies of 2014 to 2021. It goes on to say, and this is the interpretation, the black and white cow actually means seven years of plenty. The color black may mean that some get blessed, and the white may mean some don't get blessed. Now, according to Terry Bennett, the seven years of plenty will be the years of 2014 to 2021. And then the red cow, well, when you say that your books are in the red, what does that mean? It means that you are in the negative. It means that you are not doing well. Or you might say famine or tribulation. So the red cow may mean seven years of famine or tribulation, according to what Terry Bennett was told about the years 2022 to 2028. Now, let me give you a disclaimer. I'm not trying to set a date here. What I am trying to say is do not think that the tribulation is another 20 or 30 years away. Think more like one or two or three or four. In other words, short, short is what I'm, I'm not trying to set a date. Please, it, it, please quote me correctly. I'm not trying to say that the fall of America is in 2020 or 2021. I'm not trying to start, say that the start of the tribulation is in 2022, and the conclusion is in 2028. Please, I'm not trying to say that. And I say that because a lot of the things from a lot of different people seem to be lining up very close to those dates. Now, again, I'll say for the, I guess, the fourth time, I'm not setting a date here. I'm only trying to say it's close. That's all I'm trying to say. And I think everybody would agree with that. The interpretation, at least from the cows, is there's going to be seven years of plenty beginning in 2014 and concluding in 2021. Then there will be seven years of famine beginning in 2022, concluding in 2028. And that lines up with what the cows are saying. And that lines up with Terry Bennett and what he was told. On December 21, 2019, Sundar Salvarej said he had the word of the Lord come to him. He says, this is the word for 2020. This is the counsel the Lord gave for his people for this new year. 2020 is the year of preparation. From 2021, great disastrous events are going to take place in this world. Times of great persecution and trials. Many things that were prophesied concerning the end times will begin to take place in large scale all over the world and obviously what he's hinting at there is in the year 2020 to 2021. He goes on to say the year 2020 is appointed for the body of Christ to prepare for 2021 and onward. 
Now, did he say the tribulation is starting in 2022? Did he say that America falls in 2020 or 2021? No, he didn't. But it's another one of those fingers that is pointing something is very near. And that's the point I'm trying to make. Luke 13, 6 through 9, and Sundar Salvarez goes on to explain. He says, a man planted a vineyard. For three years, he looked and found no fruit. In the third year, he said, I just cut down this fig tree. But a man asked if he could fertilize, water the tree. And after one more year, there was no more fruit. Then the tree would be cut down. Okay, let's analyze this. Well, Trump became president, and for the last three years, I believe that God has been blessing us. And I believe God has been blessing America primarily because we have blessed Israel. And if we split Israel, God is going to split us. It is also saying that I have blessed you three years. Well, how has America done? For those increased blessings, the lowest unemployment, the highest employment, I mean, all kinds of records over the last three years have been broken. Remember, Jeremiah 51 verse 9 says, We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her and let every man return into his own country. Meaning that this may be the year that America begins to fall. So in these last three years, when Trump has really done a wonderful job and God has blessed this nation, here's my question. Has America brought forth fruit? Have we seen sports stadiums fill up for the name of Jesus? Have we seen the churches fill up where people are getting saved? Have we seen some kind of a mass revival? Nope. Instead, we see the Daytona 500. We see the Super Bowl. We see more people having more fun, spending more money, but we don't see anybody, anybody, any place, in any kind of a mass, in any kind of group, turning to Jesus. There's absolutely no additional fruit on America's tree. Let me go back to Luke 13, 6, 9, 6 through 9 again. A man planted a vineyard. For three years he looked and he found no fruit. The third year he said, cut down this tree. But a man asked if he could fertilize and water the tree. And after one more year, there was no fruit. Then the tree would be cut down. So what's the message? The message is Jesus is telling America in general and Christians in specific to prepare for getting fruit in their lives. In other words, either we bring the fruit out of the goodness of our heart, we begin to return to church, we begin to support, and we begin to see people turning to Jesus, or the tree is cut down. Now, if the tree was cut down in the fourth year, and if the first year represented Trump's coming to office, when would the fall be? Uh, Well, the point is, real close. And I think everybody would agree with that. Let's go on. There are many, many branches that are not bearing fruit, but only leaves, which will be cut off in this year. John the Baptist told the people who came to him, quote, bring forth fruit worthy of repentance, fruit worthy of transformed life. If you claim you're living in, for Christ, then where's the fruit? The fruit is not the words in your mouth. It has to be saying that you're a Christian, a minister of God, and you have a great ministry, or you have wealth and wonderful family. All of those are leaves, he says. He said, the Lord says, bring forth fruit, not leaves. This year, meaning 2020, this year is the last year of grace. If only leaves continue to be found on your tree, then your branch will be cut off. Now, is he talking to us individually? Well, of course. But more importantly, 
is the message for America in general. Well, I'm afraid we'd all have to say, you know what? I see what he's saying. Because Trump, and of course we know it was the Lord, has brought us three good years of plenty. But there's been no fruit. No fruit on our tree. No one's come to Jesus in mass. There's been no big meetings in sports stadiums. So we don't have any fruit. What Sundar Salvarez is saying that this word of the Lord for 2020, he's basically saying, now he didn't say this so many words. I want to be clear about that. He says 2020 is the year of preparation. Okay, preparation for what? Preparation for what? He goes on to say, great dangerous events are going to take place in the world. Times of great, listen to this word, persecution and trials. Now, he does not say that America falls in 2020 or 2021. Could it be that the black cow that is black and white actually represents seven years of plenty? That's in the first cow. And then the second cow, the red cow with a seven on it, represents seven years of famine, as in seven years of tribulation? Well, let me just say this. I can't say for certain that it does. But if it does, it would be saying that the tribulation, let me make this clear, if the seven cows are saying seven years of plenty will be followed by seven years of famine. If the seven cows, when I say seven, there's actually two, but I mean referring to they have a seven on their forehead. If the black and white cow with a seven is saying seven years of plenty and the red cow with a seven on its forehead is saying seven years of famine, it could be saying to the world, these are your last seven years of plenty followed by seven years of tribulation. I don't want to believe that. I don't think you want to believe that. In the flesh, let's be honest here. In the flesh, I don't want to see this. I mean, I'm taking my wife out for our anniversary meal tonight that we had planned. If you listened to the broadcast the other day, we had to cancel an appointment. So we're keeping the appointment tonight. I love to go out and take my wife out for a nice dinner occasionally. When we And this was given to us in one of those gift cards, so it's not actually costing us anything. So we're, we're very appreciative of that. But on the other hand, in my spirit, and looking at this from the spiritual angle, spiritually, okay, and this is even hard to say, okay? It's hard for me to even say this. In the spirit and spiritually and looking at it through the eyes of God, I will actually... I mean, I can see some good. It's, I don't even know if I can say I look forward to it. I, I don't, but I guess the part I look forward to, I look forward to the fact that a lot of people will get saved in the trouble ahead. I look forward to the fact that people will finally, well, like the pre-trib rapture bubble is going to get busted. It's going to get busted pretty quick. And unfortunately, with what the deceptions that the devil has planned, Probably going to be a lot of people turned away from Christ over the whole misunderstanding, the misteaching, the false teaching of the pre-trib rapture. I look forward to sports stadiums filling up. I look forward to people coming down out of the bleachers, falling on their face, tears in their eyes, giving their heart to Jesus. I look forward to that. I look forward to thousands upon thousands being saved. I don't look forward to the trouble, but I also understand that the trouble is what's going to bust enough bubbles to where people are going to finally turn to Christ. I, I think you understand what I'm trying to say. And for the purpose of this broadcast, I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, what if the two seven cows born on September 25th of 2014, what if 
they really do represent the last seven years of plenty followed by seven years of tribulation. What if they do? What if they do? All right, so let's just take that for a second. Again, I'm not saying that America is going to fall in 2020. I'm not saying that the Russians will attack in 2021. I'm not saying the tribulation is going to start in 2022. I'm not. But let's just ask ourselves, if that were to be the case, what could we look for? Well, we could probably look for the mass arrests to start here pretty soon. We could probably look for trouble. And it could be that when Trump is elected, the left just absolutely goes crazy and loses their mind. People begin looting and burning and saying, if you won't give it our way, then we're not going to have a country at all. And that starts the internal revolution. And then in early part of 2021, Russia is seeing this and they're beginning to gather their forces and they get Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries all aligned and all prepared to attack. And so what if the attack of America is in 2021 and America falls in one day and one hour so great riches would come to naught? And then the battle ensues. And then just like Dimitri, let me back up to the beginning of Dimitri's message. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution. What if that internal revolution, I mean, I, I think you'd agree, we're at least started in the early phases of it. Start with an internal revolution started by the communists. That's probably like CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, all these guys. Started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries attack and defeat America. What happens? Now, again, I'm not setting a date. What happens if that does come in 2021? Then God raises up China and Japan and many of the nations. They go against the Russians. They defeat the Russians. And that war goes on and on. And it concludes sometime or probably on the exact date God wants it to conclude. And it says they back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty. Now, I do not know that that peace treaty is the start of the tribulation, but I will tell you that just about every prophecy student in history have thought that the start of the tribulation would be some kind of a peace treaty. Now, I do not know that that's the truth here. I'm just, I'm surmising. I'm asking you a question. I've got a question here. So they back the Russians in the case of Paris, where they sign a peace treaty, and they make the Russians their leader. What if the start of the tribulation is that peace treaty. Don't know that it is, but what if it is? And then they build the world government shortly after the world government is in place where they divide the seven continents into 10 global regions. And then Daniel clearly says, and I considered the horns, the 10 horns, means once the world government is in place and not until the world government is in place, then he said he saw another horn, meaning he saw the beast, another horn, and before whom three of the first horns were plucked up by the roots. So we see once the ten nations or the ten regional uh, governments are in place, forming the world government, after the world government is formed, we'll see another horn, another leader rise up. That's how we can spot the Antichrist. As he rises up, he will overcome three of the other regional leaders. And in this eye, in this horn were the eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth. Here it is. Here it is. A mouth speaking great things. So this guy 
is the best-looking human ever to live on the earth. His voice is the best-sounding voice. His words are the most powerful words. God has given him this blessing so that he may test the Christians because they found not the love of the truth. And so God, for this cause, God will send them a strong delusion so that they would believe a lie and be damned. So because they wouldn't accept his son, the perfect sacrifice in Jesus, because they wouldn't accept the truth, so he sends them a lie. So what if the tribulation starts in 2022? I didn't say it did. But what if it does? I'm just painting a picture here. I'm painting a scenario. So tribulation starts in 2022. Shortly after that, let's say 2023, beast shows up. Most people don't recognize it as the beast. There's a big war. He overtakes three of these other horns, these other leaders, and then he rises to power. But he does not get power fully of the whole world until the middle of the tribulation. The middle of the tribulation, that's when Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, basically don't come down and pack, don't collect $200, don't pass go, don't do anything, run for your life. And they will run south, but that's a topic for another day. So that would be the start of his reign. That's when the Antichrist goes in, the abomination of desolation, and sits on the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant is a wooden chair. It is a throne of God covered with gold. And he sits upon this golden throne. And at that time, he requires all the people to worship him. He stops animal sacrifice, and he commands the world to make an image to the beast. We don't know exactly what that image is, but probably it's going to be some kind of a hybrid, probably a combination of humans plus the devil. So this man-made image, not made in the image of God, but made in the image of Lucifer, then will speak and cause all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their forehead. And that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. Now that brings me back to my two questions. First question is, what would you do if you had to tell someone the most important information in the world, but you knew they would not believe you? Would you tell them? Well, if you listen to this program, I believe you'd probably tell them. Even if they wouldn't believe you, I believe you'd probably tell them. So that brings us to the next question, and I'm going to put it into two parts. And that is, what is the most important information on earth? Well, there's the to-do and the not-to-do. The most important thing on earth to do is to accept Jesus, of course. And the most important thing on earth not to do is take the mark of the beast. I've covered this many times, so after Jesus has returned, after he has used the morning star to burn up all of the tares, after we have received all of our crowns, our mantles, all of our rewards, our light body, the glorified body, after everything is said and done, after everybody is judged, after all of the, how should we say, the dust is settled, there's only three groups of people. The first group of people, those are the ones whose name is in the book of life. However they got it there, under coming in through the blood of Jesus or coming in through the blood of goats and bulls before Jesus came along. However they got their name in the book of life, those are the first group. The people whose name is in the book of life, they get eternal life. The second group of those people whose name is not in the book of life. 
and they are tossed into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, and the Bible says this is the second death, or soul death. So if their name is not in the book of life, Obadiah one sixteen says that they will be as though they had not been. Matthew 10.28 says, Fear not him that destroys the body, but fear him that destroys the, both the body and the soul in hell. Jesus said that. So that's the second group of people. Their name is not in the book of life, and they get soul death. They will be as though they had not been. Body and soul tossed into the lake of fire and totally destroyed. Totally, totally, totally. Then that brings us to the third and the final group. And that is the group who take the mark of the beast. The Bible says, And the smoke of the torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest, day or night, who worship the beast or his image, or whosoever received the number of his name. That means those people that take the mark of the beast, those people that worship the beast, or worship the image, or take the number of his name, all of that is explained in my new book, The Miss the Mark, those people that take that, they don't get soul death. Not only do they have to live forever, tormented day and night forever and ever, but they're tossed into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer are. Not a good group of people to live eternally with. So the most important thing to do in our lifetime, all people, all nations, all languages, everybody who has a beating heart is breathing air. The most important thing to do is to get your name in the book of life by accepting Jesus. The most important thing not to do is to take the mark of the beast. Now, that brings another question. But how do you talk people into not taking the mark of the beast? Where do you begin? Well, the simple way is give them my new book, Miss the Mark. It's small. I think it's like 68 or 98 pages. When you hand it to them, it will look thin by design. We had it printed on thin paper. We want it to look thin. We want it so that when you hand it to them, oh, it wouldn't take me any time to read this. This would be a simple read, and it is. I read through it about three hours. But when they read through that book, they will never take the mark of the beast. And now the compliments are starting to come in about the book. Awesome book. Uh, love the book. I mean, as I get more of them, I'll, I'll read them on, on the air. But Which, by the way, if you've got the book, read the book, uh, send me a comment. Ask Stan at prophecyclub.com. Ask Stan at prophecyclub.com. They get this book, and if they'll read that book, they will never take that mark of the beast, and they'll probably accept Jesus. Doesn't make any difference what God they have or if they don't have a God. So let me encourage you to do two things. One is get the book, miss the mark. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One set of 10, 25. Two sets, 40. Four sets, 60. Now, frankly, I miscalculated our costs on this, and I think it was my heart just to get the word out. So I'm asking those people, if you can help me to give an extra donation, I would really appreciate it because I need, uh, well, I need about $17,000 because I need to print some more Miss the Mark, what it takes to be a prophet, and also Leslie's School of the Prophets manual for the crusade. So I've got $17,000 in printing I need to do. Plus, we've been invited to go and walk and pray in another nation that I'm not going to mention the name. So I'm just saying right now there's a really, really big need at Prophecy Club. So if God has blessed you and you could help, now would be a really, really good time to help. God, bless them. 
and hear their prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. In 2017, God blessed me by helping me to memorize the book of Revelation just as a simple project. God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. I don't want you to get one book for $20. I want you to get five books for $30 or 10 for $55. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Available at prophecyclub.com. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. One for 20 No, no, no. Don't do that. You want to get five for 30 or the best deal, 10 for 55 prophecyclub.com. You can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at watchprophecyclub.com.